Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Journey of the Roadrunners. Paul here. And excuse me. <laughs> I've got blueberries stuck in my throat for my shake. And Adriana. The way to start the show. Right. Oh, I'm leaving that out. in. <laughs> I guess I can start over, but yeah, we'll leave that in. <laughs> yeah, we should leave that in because that was really fun. I literally took a sip and I was like, oh. <laughs> Does anybody ever get blueberries? You know, when you have a shake and like the blueberries didn't get like chopped up enough for anybody, or is that just me? <laughs> Chocolate Jimmy's. <laughs> <laughs> These are blueberries. These are blueberries. Yeah, it was just, it was a real, I think there might be a little peanut butter in there. It was a, it was a clump of heaven that almost choked yeah. me out. Yeah, but, you know, Newport Creamery, sometimes people get those um, Jimmy's and the, oh, the, sprinkles, and the awful yeah. waffles. Yeah, yeah. And I tried that once and they all get stuck in the straw. So I don't understand. Anytime that, so. you have anything chunky, it gets stuck in straws, man. Like walnuts, there's just no purpose. Yeah, yeah. We always have like really informative stuff to start off, don't we? <laughs> That's why the show always yeah. makes me laugh. Like you listen to your own podcast and laugh because we, we go off many rails. Yes. We got hydraulics on this train, man. <laughs> Oh, something that makes us different from it everybody does. else. So yeah, yeah. We're very <laughs> immature. Yep. <laughs> and I love every second of it. <laughs> but yeah, we're freezing our asses off here. <laughs> yeah, England. for anybody yeah. who is not from New England, um, I don't know what the temperature is like all over the country, but I it is mm. effing cold here. It's like actually it's like five now. When I wanted to start the yeah. car this morning, it was negative two, but it got to what, like negative nine or ten last night? Yeah, and that's just the air temperature. It was like minus between minus thirty and minus forty something. Yeah, that wind was the wind, my the wind was bad. Yeah, it was oh, bad. Wow. And it's crazy because tomorrow's gonna be forty. Like it's okay yeah. to be this cold in the winter in New England, but it hasn't been cold at all. So no. it's like your body goes into this like, what the actual <laughs> fuck is happening in the environment? Because one minute it's literally been like it was fifty a couple couple times the past yep. couple weeks. Sunny in 50 one day, pouring rain in 30, and then yesterday, well, last night. Yeah. It's cold today. It's a stay-at-home kind of hangout day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, even even for our pair, this is, like, really not normal. <laughs> no, it's pretty cold. I mean, we don't usually get it this cold. Yeah, so but, it can be dangerous. Like you can't really go running outside with, with this. It, no, there's a, there's a point. There's a point where it, you know it's too dangerous to run. Yeah, so, I let my cat outside this morning, and he because he insisted on going out, and he turned around and stared at me on the deck. So I shut the door for a second, and he just stared at me, and he came running in. <laughs> not my fault. Like, What's going on out here? What have you done? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because yeah. I don't think animals like I think they actually think you did something. Like it's your fault that the weather's this way. Because yeah, right. he just yeah. stared at me with this like disdain, like, why am I out here and why is it cold? I'm like, you asked to go out, bro. I'm not leaving the door open for you to make a decision. I wouldn't never leave him out because it was way too cold, but I wanted him to know that like I'm not just holding him hostage in the right. house today. And now he's in his little house. So he's like chill. Yeah. He was like, that was one and done. <laughs> yeah, I actually saw a funny meme the other day. Well, on ground, Groundhog Day, um, it's like uh, um, six more weeks of winter. Except for you, New England, your weather does its own thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. It's so true, yeah. dude. It is like so wacky right now. This yeah. is a lot different than when we were growing up, though. There was consistency when we were yeah. growing up. 
Yeah. Like it consistently got cold and consistently warmed up. Like, you know, yeah, you get a couple like high low days, but this is well, what? This is like, I'm gonna like make a cheese plate and drink an expensive bottle of wine from my basement and watch movies today. <laughs> Tomorrow is the responsible day. Yeah. Well, it's at least in the single digits right now, but tomorrow I'll, I'll be out my shorts running. So yeah, tomorrow's gonna be good. I went to yoga. This, I went, dude. I went to like the hottest yoga today, and I was at eight in the morning, and I was like, I I started the car, and it was, and you know, this car is fairly new. It was like, uh, I'm like, please, I want to go to yoga. I need to do something active today. And just for the record, I'm not drinking a whole bottle of wine by myself. If anyone caught that, I, I'm not. I'm, those days are over. I'll, I'll have I'll have a, I'll have a partner to split it with here. So, but you know, I we made this plan. I was like, let's just have like a really expensive bottle of wine and watch a movie. Because when do you get to? We you know in New England we used to snow days, right? And this right. is like we don't have any snow right now, so this is the equivalent to a snow day, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Without the shoveling, crazy. so I guess yeah. there's a lot to be thankful for in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the way the wind was, it's like the kind of wind that you feel when it's like a hurricane or a blizzard or something, except the skies are t- completely blue. So Yeah, it looks, it looks, it's deceivingly nice looking out right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, until you open the door. Oh, dude, yeah, it's, it's really bad. So what's, Paul, you're heading out to uh, Louisiana for your race next week. What's the weather yep. like there? Let's talk about that, because I'm like intrigued to see how warm you're going to be. Um, it was in, I hope it gets better, but it was in the fifties yesterday. Yeah. But think about so. that. That's like the seventies running. Yeah. 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 Right. Like you're talking. But they were saying how nice it was and everything though, too. Cause I think it, they had rain, but then it stopped and then like the temperatures were cool, but yeah, it's not like it was freezing or anything. Yeah. It'll, it'll be gonna... warmer than when I was just in Florida, but I don't know if it'll go up by next week or not, but I have this, um, app on my tv is called news on and you have it has like all the the local news stations from all over the country so like when i'm going to a new state i'll watch oh that's like cool. the local news to like um yeah kind of immerse myself in because that's, that's what i'd like to do i don't and know then you get to see if you can make do their accent like <laughs> i don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. I, you, you know it's funny like rhode islanders try and do anything but a rhode island accent is just like not it's oh, yeah we sound rough yeah yeah well then i think some people sound stupid when they try to do like uh new england accent oh, they, God, they'll, yeah. they'll try to sound like john kennedy or something and that, that yeah, sounds terrible <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's funny the people who try to do a new england accent and they're trying to do like they sound like they're trying to do a new york accent but they're yeah. not doing that good either yeah yeah like, exactly. we sound nothing like new yorkers people <laughs> like new yorkers, just a cartoon version yeah <laughs> yeah and, and boston and rhode island don't sound the same either like people got to get that shit together yeah well even like watching the news and i'm hearing them talking um yeah they they even have like i don't know if they're from like different areas or something but they even they seem to have like different accents some of them aren't as heavy as other ones sometimes it's like tv people must like try to get rid of their accent yeah yeah like connect like cindy she's got connecticut doesn't have an accent that we say she has a tv people accent oh yeah that's true yeah like they don't (laughs) sound like any any like part of the country it just sounds like tv people yeah yeah and it's so odd because you know we have it you know boston's is awful then new york like all in this area but somehow it like 
Connecticut has like this dome over it that they avoided the accent somehow. So <laughs> it's very true. That, uh, that's maybe that's where all the the posh English people moved when they moved over here or something. <laughs> maybe <laughs> we're on to something. We're always digging in this show. Yeah. We're always digging into some new information. We're on to something. Yeah, like clue. It all uh, working people <laughs> moved over. Over oh, that's why we, we sound so awesome when we talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's actually funny. I dated this guy years ago and he was from Indiana. And he said, Do you know he's he was I was like 19, he was 21, so many years ago. And um he had been traveling, he was an artist, like adorable kid. And he said, Do you know I've traveled all over this country in my car? And he goes, Do you know who some of the nicest people were? And I said, No. And he goes, Rhode Islanders. And I said, Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and he goes, Right. And he goes, It's your accents that throw people off. He goes, But to be honest, he goes, you know, you're very aggressive speakers, but yeah. you're the you are the nicest people. He said, when he got lost somewhere down south. He goes, they were super nice, but they sent me totally in the, and this is way before GPS and cell phones. He goes, they sent me in the, like five different wrong directions. He ended up in the backwoods and nowhere. And he goes, in Rhode Island, I asked for directions. And he's like, the guy screamed in my face, grabbed my shirt. He's like, here, I'll show you, go down the street. And he's like, but I actually got to where I needed to go. And he's like, <laughs> I found that, that, that Rhode Islanders have a bad rep because of your, the way you talk. He's like, you're very aggressive speakers. So I think it, it, it throws people off. I'm like, well, I have to keep that in my, uh, in my the back of my mind that we're the some of the nicest people he's ever met. <laughs> I mean, maybe because I slept with him. He that. <laughs> I'm not really sure, but you know. <laughs> well, Moving well, on. <laughs> well, well, Rhode Island is like known for it's like a like a big like um like travel industry here. So I guess you know part of that is you kind of like nice to outsiders. Yeah. Meanwhile, you not far in Boston, they hate everybody that's not from there. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, yeah, but you're, yeah. Going to, you're going to Louisiana. And um, I was reading. So if any of you have not checked out Paul's newsletter, you need to. It's freaking awesome. I look forward to getting it every week. Um, but uh, I read about the, the 22 um what is it again? Yeah. I told <laughs> 22 too many. 22 too many. But, it was a lot of twos. I was like, I'm going to yeah, watch it. Yeah. You say it. <laughs> yeah, it's 2-2 two, two, and then T-O-O -O, and then many. <laughs> There's a lot of twos. Large. Yeah. But yeah, that number represents the number of military veterans that um, die by suicide each day. Not yet. Yeah, that day. blew my mind. 22 a day in America. And, it's actually really more than that because oh, yeah there's like some cases where it is a suicide but it's not not obvious it's you know death by right. cop they they drug overdoses stuff like that yeah but why else would they i mean it's it is pretty much they're not they don't want to live yeah yeah and um yeah oh. but the i the their mission statement is our mission is to honor fallen military lost to suicide provide support to their grieving families, share helpful resources for those battling post-traumatic stress and increase awareness. So I think that's a, yeah, that's like a big thing with the awareness because everybody says that they support the military, but <laughs> nobody really, it's all talk. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, when I wear my, um, my Gulf War veteran cap, 
you know, some a lot of people like thank me for my service and everything. I really appreciate that. But uh, the, yeah, there's like so much damage and nobody does anything about it. I mean, earlier, like last year, we talked about that packed at that was supposed to like help veterans like with that are suffering from like the burn pits, yep. being exposed to the burn pits and um, like these Republicans all voted against it and it, it failed at first, but then eventually it passed when John Stewart shamed them. And then I love that. <laughs> but then like recently there's like another um military bill that was like giving more money to the military, but it was to give raises to like um the troops and stuff because you get paid shit as it is and you barely make a minimum wage. So they put a bill in to um you know raise the salaries a little bit and then so then on the other side the progressives were all against it giving the military money and everything but you know Ugh. all to make themselves look good like not paying attention it's not going to like well i'm sure like maybe people slip stuff in to go to like well, that's, and i think that's the problem with those bills there's always mm. stuff they can't you know nothing it can just be a clean like here we're going to do this it's like everyone has to get their their hand in the cookie jar i think that's yeah. one of the huge like problems with our political system it's like yep. a bill should just we should like put it to one thing like this mm -hmm. is going to happen like that's it there's no other things attached to it like the bill says it can't you know it's like uh cindy's in contracts right yeah. And um, we went to some, they were coming to like get, we were trying to get this like estimate on like getting solar panels and there's like all this shit. And she starts explaining it to me and I'm like, just tell me, is it gonna damage, they, will they pay for the damage in the roof? And like my point of, of this rant is no, there doesn't need to be all this extra. Just mm -hmm. put what, what we want. Like you wanna give the military, the, the soldiers, not the people who are already loaded and like making money, the soldiers a raise and that's it. No one says, hey, Paul, we're going to give you a raise, but there's all this other stuff like that, that we have to sign off on. The CEO is going to get an extra week of vacation because you're getting a raise. Like, mm -hmm. no, it should just be this happens. There shouldn't be all this red tape and complication. It's like, that's where it's like, we're going to slip this in the bill. We're going to slip that in the bill. It's like, can't you just fucking yeah. make a bill and that's it? Yeah. Yeah. Both sides do it. So I know yeah, it's, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. So then, you know, then the troops suffer for it and then yeah the medical care and stuff or lack thereof so, afterwards yeah like i mean that's that 22 there's actually more than 22 a day of suicide which is horrendous but then there's all the health problems and stuff i think i don't want to get too deep in the woods but i i have some um probably medical problems from that because we were in the gulf war and um Saddam Hussein was threatening to use chemical and biological weapons against us. And then, you know, they, they gave us something to fight so any kind of like exposure to it. So God knows what that did to my body right. and stuff. And, and look at like, um, yeah, my dad was exposed to Agent Orange in Vietnam. And, you know, I think that's pretty much what did him in, in the long run. It took a oh, while, yeah. but I, yeah, it's all these side effects that, yeah, we're exposed to especially now especially like with the burn pits and everything and it's just it's it blows my mind that they you know you people go out and to to try to protect the country or you know to whatever they're telling you that, that you're doing and then like once you're yeah. disposable to the government essentially yeah. like it's like you're gonna sign up 
and you think you're doing this like wonderful thing, which you are, but it's like, they're not, there's so much underlying um, information that you're not given as a person going into the military and like what you're actually doing. I can't tell you the amount of friends I've had in the military who, who were like, I don't know why we were at this place. I don't know why we were doing what we were doing. Like they, they, when they got to where they were going, they were confused on like, you're told one thing and then something else is happening, you know? And it's like, so many people have told me that. And I'm like, what, what's actually going on? Like who's, who's benefiting from losing all these lives every day? Like who, mm -hmm. like who, who's getting their pockets filled from this? You know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. 22 a day. Like, and like you said, there's probably a lot more that are just not being documented. Like that's crazy amount of pe mm -hmm. like American citizens were losing who, who tried to honor this country. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, yeah, there's like so many things to it. Like, you know, people watch action movies and everything. They, I think it's exciting, but when you're in it and you know, you can like die at any second. Um, yeah. I can't, when I went, even though I was on a ship, I was expecting to die like any minute. You just like get in that mindset, like, cause you can't go in scared or anything. Right. So then when you're out of that situation, <laughs> you know, you, your mind doesn't like go back. I don't know. I can't explain it. No, I mean, I, it's, it, it kind of makes, it, it's like trauma. Yeah. Yeah. And then especially with um, Iraq and I, Afghanistan, there's like been a lot of deaths and you, you have like close friends that you see die like right in front of you in gruesome ways. Yeah. I, it's one thing that I like care about it, but to experience it, see, people don't understand because, you know, they're not right. there. They're not feeling it. So not everybody's empathic. So Right. They can't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, so you end up just being like a number. Or, it's yeah. terrible. Or just, yeah. or even like, you know, the, there's so many homeless vets on the street. It's like, yep. you know, I see that. I'm like, there is no fucking reason that these people should be homeless. Like mm -hmm. they should have been taken care of. It's, it's ridiculous. And all of, all the people with the remote controls on all these other human lives are sitting there warm and mm -hmm. cuddly in their dress suits with their full coverage insurance that they have for life and you know it's ridiculous yeah. mm -hmm. well so, so who's the what's the kid's name that you're uh, running for in uh louisiana thank you yeah i was just gonna get i remember well i remember you mentioned it and i'm like oh i, I want to ask him this because i'm curious yeah so it's um adam thornton sergeant adam thornton and uh, he he passed away on um thursday august 23rd 2012 so it's been like over 10 years but he was only 22 years old it, it, he was married um his wife megan and he actually had um two daughters ava madison and, oh. yeah they must have been really young they, they i wouldn't be surprised if they didn't know him and he has like so many medals uh yeah he must have seen a lot over there and um he was like a member of the um Washington artillery it, he's um I think he I think he was it doesn't really say but I'm pretty sure he was from New Orleans originally I know he's at least buried there his family's there oh that's great so you're gonna be running right in his hometown yeah and I did that on purpose for all these races I do I'm gonna try to find like a local. Veterans, yeah that's from that area so that that kind of fits in well with you know traveling and when I do races here I'll you know I'll, I'll find like veterans even if there's like I don't, i'm sure there's plenty from here but just in case I'm it's sure. not this yeah so 
yeah so every race I do I, I, this organization is fantastic so I'm so excited so, I can't hear about it when you get back yeah so what I'll do I'll um I, I have like a picture of him and the story and everything so I'm gonna um print that out and I'll um have it um pinned to my back so when I'm running I people are always stopping me when I'm running when I have my roadrunner shirt on asking me about it so you know if they see this like if that gets oh, attention yeah. if people see this that'll bring attention especially if it's like a local guy some who knows people might actually know him and stuff yeah, so that's so awesome yeah and then I'll send my family some stuff so that's really cool stuff. and there is like a page you can donate to you know for the families and everything like so much goes you they can um like a certain amount they get like a medal from the race or some amounts even allow them to travel to the races oh cool like that so yeah so it's not just for the veterans that I you know sponsor or whatever you know it can be for yeah. anybody it's like a really good organization and it's be, been researched um as like I mentioned in the newsletter there's like the Wounded Warriors Foundation and um they you know I loved that organization but it turns out they don't give like they only give like a tiny amount yeah a lot of those, the actual people supposed to go to a lot of those um organizations are like that where you find stuff out and it's like they're keeping the, there's a lot of people in the organization making a lot of the money yeah yeah it, but, i mean um, yes you need, to, you need to pay the employees i understand that but it's it's like the donations are supposed to go back to these people you know and if you have a staff yeah you have to pay them but how much are these people getting paid where like all this money's just not going like oh 10% goes to the wounded warrior even though like you're donating flat out cash right yeah yeah you know I don't know if that's actually the number I'm just throwing that out there but I'm just making an example of like it there's so many organizations like that they tell you to really look out for that stuff yeah 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 that's why I'm usually careful about the um you know the races that I run for and everything I try to make sure that it's like a good organization and stuff so yeah 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 so this is a good one. So even if I do races where it's not like the, like a like a huge charity, at least you know I'm running for somebody. Yeah. Yeah, you know, well deserving and stuff. So well, and um, that and you were writing about a lot of the races anyway before, so it's really a yeah. good. This kind of goes along with everything you've been doing. Yep. Yep. Especially now. Like, also, yeah. Um. Oh, I was gonna say also you surprised me with a. Uh, your sign up for the terrain race. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been talking about that race for all you obstacle racers. The team's getting bigger. It's in May. Um, Paul, you can put it in the show notes too. I think they keep doing where it's like free last day. And then all of a sudden, like another day. So they keep adding on like more. So it's not really free. It's like $17, but you get a yeah. shirt. Basically you're paying for the shirt. If you look at it that way. Right. Um, but they, uh, that race is it's from what I hear it's fairly easy so it's good for someone who has an obstacle race and if you can you know it's what Feb, the beginning of February now March April May you have about three months or so to uh, yeah about three months to get trained I mean and you don't have to go out there and like win the race it's about the camaraderie so yeah. if anyone's looking to join the team uh it's team total fitness and it's the 8 a.m heat so you can just sign on like that and you can come with us. I mean, even if you don't know us and you want to meet us over there, it's in Boston, it's in Charlotte, Mass. 
Um, and I saw you signed up and I was pumped. Yep. <laughs> um, like, you have a new team member. I'm like, Paul, yeah. you didn't tell me signed up. Well, I figured, I was like, does he want to? Like, I, I wasn't sure. And then you just yeah. did. And I was like, sweet. And we have a good, you know, so for anyone who does listen to our podcast, our friend Mark joined. We have a, a good group of people already joining. And it's not all running, which is, I think it's good for people who like, kind of like to run, but don't like to just keep running distance. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of stops along the way and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's like not nonstop running. So yeah, yeah, and it's and it's just like the the camaraderie. I, I just love going out and like hanging out after, and it's just yep. a lot of fun. I mean, all running races are like that too. But I think just because you get so dirty and like you just, it's yeah. like being a kid again. Yeah, and like you you can climb on stuff and crawl in dirt, and it's it, and you're cool because you did it. You don't look like a fool because you're like running through your neighbor's yard, crawling under the fence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that I do that, but yeah, maybe. But it, it, it's true. It's like, it really, I don't know. There's something about like playfulness and being like, I, don't, I, I guess, yeah, I am immature and childish. But besides that, <laughs> there's something about being like playful and being able to like use your adult body as a child. Like you're, you're crawling around on stuff. You're climbing on things. You're jumping on things. Like it's not, it's not just like one movement pattern, you know, where you're like biking, running, swimming, you're kind of doing it all. Well, obviously not biking. You are swimming in some of these though. Um, but it's, it's just really kind of going back to like the childish play. And there's something to be said about that as an adult that we forget to do, you know, you're not, we're not really doing those things anymore. And it, it, it you know, it kind of brings, I think when you play, it really, it brings more joy to life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know? you definitely get like one of those like runners high, even though it's not like constantly running, oh, yeah. but, but it's like that feeling euphoric and stuff. Because yeah, we, you know, when we're run, we are running when we're a group together. We're just like jogging a little bit together, talking, joking around and stuff. And then we'll get to an obstacle, and then we each take turns, help each other out, and everything. It's not like you're doing this alone either. Yeah, people helping you out if you know if it's a difficult one, cheering you on so oh, yeah, yeah it's a lot of fun it yeah. really is you can't really like compare it to anything else like I remember when I started doing it I I was like oh my god like this is my new love like this is the thing that I really feel like I was like meant to do because I I played different sports and I still play soccer I absolutely love as far as like a team sport I love soccer but this is also a team sport if you yeah. go out with the team and yeah. you know it is it's like helping people and everybody's got strong strong and weak points and it's interesting yeah. because in a race like this i've raced with some pretty badass people and there's some points where like there was this one girl my first race i ever did at the tough mutter and she was a badass and she was claustrophobic and we didn't know uh, so she's trying to like back up in a tube you, you can't yeah. turn around you're in a tube and she's trying to back up and i'm like so i'm like I was behind her and the, uh, another teammate was in front of her. I'm like, just grab this girl's leg. She'll pull you through. And she's like trying to back up. And I was literally pushing her ass. I'm like, you're not fucking doing it, man. She's like, I can't do this. I'm like, just close your fucking eyes. Like she'll pull you, hold her leg. But I was shocked because she was like the baldiest one of the whole team. Like she was jumping on and off things. Like, like you wouldn't even guess like the, the heights this girl would jump on and off, like without even a, a blink but she got in a tube and it was like, but because we were a team, we were able to get her through. She looked like, she literally looked like, like she pissed herself when she came out of the tube. 
<sighs> and I, I was shocked because she was such a badass. And, you know, it's not, there's nothing wrong with her. I mean, we all have weaknesses. Like, that's the point, though. It's like somewhere where we're all like, we're feeling like it's super easy. Someone else might be having a real hard time. So it's like mm-hmm. being on that team, you can support whatever someone else's fear or weakness is. And it, it, then it's like, they have that moment of like, oh my God, I did this. Like, I just beat a fear. You know, there's a lot of fears to be beaten in an obstacle race, you know? And that's the coolest thing about it. It's like, when you have someone coaching you along, like, and it doesn't have to be a coach or a trainer. It can just be a friend, a fellow racer who's like, come on, you got this. It's not that bad. I promise I'll do it with you. Yeah, now, yeah even it, people it, you don't know do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a really great, that, the, and that's another thing too, the sportsmanship of obstacle racing is really awesome. Like people are really out to just like have a good time and like they want you to succeed with them. Like people want you to get across that finish line and, mm-hmm. and you're all muddy and everyone's having a beer after and it's just a great time. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited talking about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know? yeah, I know, I know like a lot of people don't run because they say it's boring or something like that, but yeah, that's anything but boring. <laughs> yeah. No, no. And that, that's the whole thing. Cause you still, you still can. And you know, I feel like some people end up liking running after they do obstacle racing yep. because there's enough running where you, and you're not running on the road. Like there's a huge difference that running mm. you like, I love running in the woods. I love trail running. I don't love running in, on the road. I love running. I can state that I love to run. I'll, I love, I, you know, right now I can't, but I wish I could go 10 miles in the woods, well, especially with the weather. Yeah. But, you know, I love being in the woods running, but put me out on a street and I'm like, Meh. like <laughs> I'll do a 5K like out on the road, but my body doesn't appreciate concrete and, and, you know, sidewalks and all this. But, I, you know, I can go about three or so miles on the road and I'm okay. But I love to run. It's just, I prefer being in the woods, being in nature. And some people who've never trail ran and then go out and do a race, they're like, oh, maybe I do like running. I just didn't know because maybe the ground hurt. Mm -hmm. You know, so you can actually learn like, oh, this actually might feel a lot better if I'm in a different environment. Like maybe I do like running. So it's it's a good way to, it's a good like kind of eye opener. If you've kind of thought you wanted to run, you tried it on the concrete and didn't love it. Mm-hmm. you know it's a good gateway yeah. to go it's a gateway runner's high <laughs> yeah it kind of like the trail runner it brings me back to like my cross-country days yeah in high school because that's what that's it was yeah I don't mind the street either but yeah it depends like it depends where it is like doing like the downtown 5k in Providence that was so cool <laughs> being in the city and everything well, they had the potholes, so there were obstacles there too. So, <laughs> but, yeah, there's uh, a lot of potholes. Through <laughs> yeah. that, but yeah, it is like easier, like on your body and stuff, and yeah, and that's, yeah, you're that's more so you're more present too because you have to watch where you're stepping, oh, avoid yeah. roots and rocks and everything. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Like you really have to be careful when you're on the trails because if you're not paying attention, you, I mean, any. Anyone, anyone who's listening to this is a trail runner can, I think, agree with me. Like, if you haven't, like, eaten dirt and face planted at least once or really hit the ground, you really haven't trail ran. Like, you will, you will fall if you, I mean, I'm, knock on wood, I, I've said this, I have another a client with pretty bad ADHD. Trail running is awesome for people with ADD and ADHD because there's so much shit, there's so much stimulating, um, like, just material around you that it's really easy to focus, believe it or not. Like mm-hmm. I find it really 
like it, it helps me focus more to be in a trail because it's so like I have to pay attention. And I took yeah. I took a, a a client out. You were there at the at the group, and we had a a person who definitely has ADHD as well. And that was the first time she went trail running. She killed. I've never seen her run so good. <sighs> and it was totally. And it is like all joking aside, it really is great for people with any kind of attention issues because you have to focus. There's no choice. And it and it feels good to focus. Like it feels nice to actually be able to like your brain is actually clear, you know? Yeah, because it's yeah, it's, it's actually working because you know, you're got the different turns, you gotta watch where you're running. So that there's always something different around the corner. So it's not like you like can zone out while you're doing that and be on board. No, it's, there's always something that you have to to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's a lot of adrenaline to like, you know, picking up the pace in the woods. Cause th there's an adrenaline, if you're an adrenaline junkie and you think running can't get you there, trust me. Like if you start going, like doing some sprint intervals in the woods, like the, the yeah. thought of like, Ripping on something and like eating a rock it's there's a there's a bug i you know that's when you know you're a little sick in the head <laughs> love doing speed work in the woods like, i'm gonna go as fast and hard as i can man one wrong step i i'm gonna break like something's gonna break yeah you know? luckily the only falls i've had have been really dumb like the, i wasn't doing anything like extraordinary <laughs> and i was just all of a sudden i'm like ah like <laughs> And like ankle rolls are super common. Usually if your ankles are pretty strong, they just bounce right back. I had a, a bad one, a bad sprain out there one day. And it's funny because I, I felt, you know, you get that feeling. You got to listen to your gut. I felt like I shouldn't go out that day. I'm like, you know what? I got my period. I'm just tired. Like I shouldn't, I should just go not run today. I don't feel like it. But I'm like, no, I'm meeting my friends. And I started earlier because I hadn't been running a lot because my my right ankle had finally healed to go running. So I started running again, but I wanted to warm up because I didn't think, I, you know, I needed a good mile to warm up so I could keep up with my friends because I didn't want to be like the friggin' dingleberry in the back, you know? Yeah. So I, I got to make sure I can not be like holding everyone back. And I just felt like crap going out there. And I'm like, oh, I shouldn't go out today. I'm like, whatever, stop being a bitch. Like get your fucking legs moving. And sure enough, about a mile and a half in, um, right. Like I was making the turn. I probably had another like quarter mile to meet them, meet up with them at a gate. I rolled my ankle. I thought I broke it. Like I felt, you know how you feel that. I don't know if this makes sense to anybody. When you feel the sound, like I felt yeah. the tear. I was like, when I thought something broke and I was like, Oh God. And it was like kind of a few months before my wedding. And I limped out like the mile and whatever, a quarter mile and a half. I limped out with like a stick and I luckily I didn't have the car that was a stick shift, but yeah, it was bad. It was a really bad. I tore like the shit out of the ligaments, like bad, super bad sprain. And it's just like, it was so dumb. Like there was nothing in my way. I literally just rolled my ankle. Like I, I was looking at where I ran and there was nothing there. Like yeah. it was just my leg just happened to turn. So I don't want to scare anyone about trail running because believe it or not, every sprint interval and everything I've done that's insane in the trails I've never fallen. It was like literally just like not paying attention and not listening to my body that day. Yeah, that could have happened anywhere. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It happens walking. I mean, I've I've rolled an ankle walking out of my mom's house because like I walked off the step to the side uh -huh. and I was like, oh God, like nothing <laughs> happened. But you're right. It's like stupid shit. So it's not something to fear. Accidents are going to happen. You know, I, uh, a wise woman once said to me, you can, um, you can hurt yourself 
falling down the mountain or you can hurt yourself in a desk chair. How do you want to live your life? Right. Yeah. I've always appreciated that uh, comment because I'm like, yeah, fuck this shit, dude. Like people sitting are hurting themselves a hell of a lot more than I ever will on my, all my craziness. Yeah. So, um, that we got that race coming up your race in new orleans which i can't wait to hear about and i want to mention um both of our chiropractor paul and i's chiropractor dr edwards is coming on to talk to us about shockwave treatments which i'm super pumped about uh so so yeah because i actually don't know anything about it so oh oh oh, no no i mean about shockwave treatment like i never yeah like (laughs) didn't we set a date No, I, I never, I never had that, but oh. I know you, you and somebody else that's had that and yeah, it's, it's helped. So yeah, yeah. I'd be interested to learn about that. Yeah. He's, I'm really excited to have him on. I think he's going to, and he's just a great guy in general. Like he's, you know, in the, in the environment of like the medical community and doctors, like I, and again, this is my opinion. You're either going to get like a really great one or they're going to blow ass. Like there's no real middle of the road doctors. Like you can't just get someone who you like enough and they're good. Like you either can't fucking stand them and you feel like they're just assholes treating you like, like they're just like you're nobody and you're just another person, like another number to them. Or they're like extremely compassionate. They talk to you. They explain things. Like he's one of those people like, He'll explain to you things. He'll, you talk about your injury with him. Like, I don't know. I feel like you feel like you're hurt. Like you leave there. Like someone actually understands what's going on and, and you understand what's going on. Like he'll explain things to you. And like, you know, and he takes the fear out of a lot of things. Like sometimes you go somewhere and get something looked at and they're like, Oh, blah, blah, blah. If this doesn't work. We're going to have to go in, you know? (laughs) And he's like like the total opposite. He's like, let's just take this one day at a time. Like this isn't a death sentence, you know? And I think that, something to be said about doctors who really know how to talk you off the ledge because it's different if you're the one talking to a friend like oh don't worry it'll be okay it's and when it's your own body it's really hard to wrap your brain around when a professional tells you you might need surgery or you might need something that you don't want to get and he he's one of those guys who will just really be like listen let's I don't want to be negative about this let's talk about options and things like you just really I you go out of there every single person I've sent to him is like, thank you. He's so great. Like young, old athlete, just barely walking, no matter who I've sent to him, loves him. Yeah. Plus like he really knows this shit. He, oh, stay, yeah. he stays on top of it. He's constantly going to like seminars and stuff. So like, oh, yeah. all, he's like, he knows like all the latest stuff. And he's a professional so. learner. I love it. Like, yeah, he's yeah. always learning something. Yeah. 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 And like, yeah, I think, I don't know. Sometimes I think chiropractors get a bad rap you know they shouldn't be doctors but i think um going to the chiropractor i think that's what kind of like made my ankle heal faster and you know we think of an injured ankle but i don't i just think of like a chiropractor as like a back doctor but they do so much more than you realize (laughs) oh yeah and i think the modern chiropractors the, the things they're getting in school now are a lot different, like the ART and like that's active release therapy for anyone who doesn't know what that acronym is. Um, but you know, there's there, so they're doing like more tissue work and mm-hmm. it's not like crack, crack, crack. And you know, some of them barely, like I get this, this, um, it's like a traction on this table. It's super passive. He does that on my back, my low back. I have to tell you, I, my low, I, every time I go in, I get it done. And my low backs felt great. Like I knock on wood. I haven't had, I mean, I'm doing a lot of strengthening too, but 
like it's it's something that was chronically bothering me because I have degenerative discs. So if I didn't constantly stay up on my strength, it would hurt a little. And now like there's times I've gone, you know, for whatever reason where I wasn't doing certain exercises when my neck was bad and uh, my back stayed pretty good. Like he's got me on that. And I feel like there's a, so many different things that a lot of chiropractors like do that are like you said, like he's adjusted my knee. My knee was all wonky one day. He adjusted it. Yep. Like they adjust joints, you know, um, uh, another really, like one of my best friends is a chiropractor. She just, she's out of Providence. So I don't head out that way as much, but, um, she, uh, one of my clients went to her and had some kind of thing going on with her meniscus. And I'm not sure what she did, but she fixed it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, and, and that's the thing. It's like, you hear these stories of positive experiences with chiropractors and it's, it's they are doing so much more than the back because you know the spine if you think about your back and like your you know your neck and everything like it's it's the biggest part right your spine yeah, it's like centralized yeah. <laughs> yeah and like all the things that bother your low back like it, it's not just your back like oh you have a disc out it, there's so many muscles like it, when they do art like if there's a muscle that's just like there's a trigger point and they release it it's there's so much more. And I think I agree with you. I have a friend right now. I'm trying to talk her into going. because She's like, I don't really like chiropractors. I'm like, so I have this thing called dog bite syndrome. And what that means is I, I made that up. Like you got bit by a dog once and now you hate all dogs. Like, uh, you, you know what I mean? Like you can't, you can't, I, I've, I've had, a. am always one of those people who thinks like, all right, I had a bad experience once. It doesn't mean I'm always going to have one. So yeah. I have to find somebody who I will. It's like dating. You had one bad date. Are you never going to have sex again? Fuck that shit, right? <laughs> Still going to do it. Like you, you gotta, you gotta get over like your fear of whatever. And like, oh, I don't like chiropractors. I'm like, why? Well, I had this one guy once cracked this and it didn't feel good. I'm like, okay. So that was one time. Like there's a lot of things we had a bad experience with once and we still want to do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Especially when it comes to your health. <laughs> yeah I keep, i'm terrible i'm like i want to say a sex comment i'm like hey stop it because <laughs> i'm like thinking, i'm like well think about how many bad bad experiences you've had in bed with people you still want to have sex right <laughs> i have to say i'm sorry i'm trying to hold back but it's not working my my the the devil on my shoulder's like come on it's funny just say it <laughs> but it is true but, you know you can't but, but you can't adjust your own back yeah right sex thing <laughs> Well, that's you true. Take care you of that, <laughs> that is true, Paul. But still, I mean, so right. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but yeah, that just makes it even more important to find like the right doctor. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, especially these days, you need like people that specialize in things because just the general doctor, again, just like a number basically. Because it's yeah, and the health system blows. So, and you need someone who's going to treat you as an individual and not like a diagnosis. Like, okay, you you're not uh, a bulging disc. You're not a tear. You're so and so who has this problem because you may be different. Like your your body's respond. You're you responding to this injury. Like everything about the injury is is like it's based on the person, right? I mean. How can someone just be like, oh, you have this, take this, do that. And it's like, that doesn't always work. You know, I'll, I'll say hundred percent. There's a lot of things that are supposed to be simple fixes and that they haven't worked for me for certain body parts. And I'm like, yeah. 
fucking everyone's like, oh, I did those three exercises you gave me. My, this feels great. And I'm like really happy, but I'm also like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I do those exercises for that. And it doesn't do shit. You know, <laughs> again, I'm, 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 that's my point. It's like, there's been like things I have clients who have problems and I give them something to do. And they're like, boom, that I feel amazing. I did that three times and I'm better. And I'm like, oh my God, I've had that problem. And I've done this a thousand times and I'm not. And it's, it, that just goes to show everybody's different. And, you know, you need doctors and caretakers and practitioners who are going to treat you and not, not the problem, you know? Yep. Yep. Oh, I love that. That's he's he's a blessing, man. Like I, you, I know you can say the same thing. Like he is a blessing and I can't wait to have him on the show so we can talk. And he's funny too. He's got a good sense of humor. Like he's not a, you know, like stuffy. Yeah. (laughs) not stuffy and like I don't know he jokes around like it, it's just it's nice it's nice to have someone lighthearted because you know I, I've said this before like I don't think anyone really puts into like how intimate it is when you have even if you're not injured just a, another human dealing with your body yeah but especially if you're injured like you're at your most vulnerable point right you feel you don't feel good you're in pain and to have somebody like treat you a certain way, like negatively, like that's hard. Like I've gone out of doctor's offices. Like I'd sit in my car and just like by myself cry, oh. like drive, like, yeah. And it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not over-exaggerating. Like I've literally sat in my car and I can, I'm thinking of like two instances. One of them, I wanted to go back in and kick the guy's ass. I'm like, I just want to punch that guy. Like, <laughs> back dick. And I'm like, just stay in the car. And I just stay in the car and cried instead. I'm like, <laughs> like, you know it was then I was like I'm gonna go have a beer I'm like I just want to go home like I was so upset you know and it was like devastating and it it happened a few times where I literally felt devastated and I'm like there's a part of me where I feel and you know not everyone is this way either I'm pretty resilient and I get angry when someone tells me I can't do something so I have to try it out and like fake fight the person you know like beat them up in my head and then fake like like i'm gonna kick this person's ass it'll make me feel better if i punch this guy even though this is not reality right i have to go through all these like grieving processes and then i have to tell myself like i'm gonna find somebody who will help me who does who gets me and isn't gonna treat me like not gonna tell me like it's this or nothing you know because i don't want to hear it's this. i want i want somebody to actually or even if they're gonna tell me it's there's only one alternative i want them to lay it on me like you know hey listen I know I'm going to, we're going to do the best we can, but this is all we got. Like, it's just mm-hmm. the, the delivery. I think that matters. And he's one of those yeah. people who deliver the information. <laughs> that, that reminds me of like a time I saw him, for, I think it was something with my back. I can't remember if it was by so many things. I don't, it's either my back or by, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't had an ankle problem in a while. So it had to do with my back. And um, I had like a race coming up. He's like, I, I wouldn't, really recommend you doing it but i know you're gonna anyway so after afterwards you stretch this out so you foam roll this so he told me what to do like after because right. <laughs> he because he knows i'm your client too and he goes <laughs> <laughs> you rub off on me <laughs> that's the thing i feel to say to somebody because it's like you know my professional opinion is this isn't a good idea but you're probably gonna so here's how you can break <laughs> yeah and it's, and I think that's important because it is, it's a reality too. Like your endorphins are going to help you with pain. Right. And like, it, if you feel good, 
sometimes that's going to help you heal, right? Like sometimes if you can push through and not really re-injure something, but you're, you know, it's not a good idea to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I think if it was something that I would have been like, I really would have re-injured myself really bad. He would have like, he'd he'd tell me not to do it for sure. But if it's, you know, something that I can take care of. Yeah. I mean, that's, but that's a great doctor. I mean, he, I can't say enough, uh, enough kind things about him. Like I really appreciate him. He really helped me with my neck, like, you know, and it, it wasn't good for a while. My neck was really bad. And like, I'd go visit him and he'd like, just do some like, like traction with his hands and like just a little ART, like he'd do things to my neck. And like, for like an hour after I felt good, I mean, it would come right, like I, I was in a lot of pain, so it wouldn't last, but like it worked for I would alleviate pain enough to forget about it which was huge and then it got better every time I went it would last longer I'd feel better and eventually like like there were you know I got some he gave me some neck flossing to do and some nerve flossing rather and like eventually it started getting better and then I went on vacation and and it was like gone on vacation I'm like I have nothing to eat this is is we all need to go on vacation for you know, and then I came home and then I went on another one shortly after. And, and, uh, I, I just, I started feeling better and it came back here and there. It's always due to stress. I find that really like locks it up, but I went to him one day and it was like right away. Like I felt better. And I think, you know, going on to just being like what we're talking about with practitioners, like just being in their presence and knowing you're cared for that there's some kind of like, you know, you're tense, you're upset, you're hurt. So we're all like, ten- when you're hurt, you're tight, right? Everything just feels you're in, and you're protective. So you're, you're mentally and emotionally protecting an injury too, right? Like mm-hmm. everything's just, you're protecting yourself. So when you walk into an office and someone can like disarm you and ha- tell you it's going to be okay. And even if it's not tell you it's not the worst thing and we can deal with it. You know, when, when your guard comes down, you relax, right? Like when you can, when you can, feel like someone cares and they're they're there to help you you can relax if you go into an office and, you know you read up on I read up on this doctor and it was like he was up in Brigham and Women's and I'm not going to say his name or anything but I, he was like the best of this the best of that and I went up there and uh, my experience was with him like the first one was okay because he just gave me an like I was like oh this guy nice guy like blah blah, blah. like talk to me a little the second experience I had with him was absolutely horrible because he was like that's it this is all you can do and like really threw a lot of other shit at me like when you're this old you know you're gonna end up this is gonna happen and I'm just like I was fucking devastated and like that you know from that point on I was tight right my whole body I was tense because Mm -hmm. I just had this experience with the person telling me like you're broken and unless unless I I fix you you're fucked like obviously that's not his words those are my that's my (laughs) but I was devastated and I ended up going to someone else who totally changed everything. And it was like, this isn't, don't worry, relax. This isn't the worst thing. Like you mm-hmm. can live with this. You don't need, and I'm like, really? Like, and it's like the whole experience of just someone else talking to me who cared changed everything. Right. And that's like how I feel like he's one of those doctors. So yep. not too many people can go to him because we don't want him getting so busy that we can't right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't everybody go running. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I yeah, I go like once a month for tune up. So yeah. Yes. So even if I don't have like a major problem going on right now, like keep up on it. So nothing becomes a major Robert. problem. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we'll have him on in a couple weeks. Yep. Yeah, yeah that's that's gonna be awesome. Oh, and uh, I'm gonna throw something out there for any of you people following me on Soul Friend. Um, 
We just got a whole new mat order, a lot of new colors. They're gorgeous. Um, stay tuned. I'll announce the release date. But if you decide to buy a mat from us on the release date, we're going to give you 20% off one of the new colors or the old ones, actually. It's just 20% off mats that day if you buy one on the release date. So um, stay tuned for that. And if you are listening to the show, I'd like to give you guys 20% off anyway. So it's capital S, capital O, capital U, capital L, 20. Um, you can use that coupon once for 20% off. We have um, fitness clothes, yoga clothes, and yoga mats. So again, feel free. Um, and that's where you can find me too, uh, Soul Friend Yoga. If you want to reach me, just uh, you can message me on the Instagram. Just say it's for A. Yeah, I love like, yeah, the colors are really good of like the clothes. And I can imagine the mats are going to look really cool too. So yeah. yeah, we're working on a men's line at some point. We've just decided we want to perfect the, our like woman's line or or people who like to wear women's clothes because I don't want to leave anybody out. Um, but you we're, we're working really just to perfect that. And then because I've kind of been pushing for the men's line, but we're a woman owned company who wants to perfect the woman's line first or the mm. like to wear women's clothes line um and but we have yoga mats we have sweatshirts that are unisex and we have t-shirts that are unisex as well um but yeah I, i'm i'm really happy the mission we're um trying to bring free yoga wellness and fitness to communities who can't afford it or just don't have access so um currently i'm trying to get in with the um the training school in rhode island i'm working with them back and forth so we're having some meetings just to see if we can get a yoga program started there because you know, I, I, I haven't really got too much into my story, but I had a lot of problems growing up and I got in a lot of trouble. So I feel like the kids in the training school are really kind of left behind, mm -hmm. you know, because a lot of those kids, yes, they've d done things that are maybe are not acceptable in society. I understand that, but a lot of them don't have the parents or the, the resources to get them out of this trouble. So they end up in a place like that where maybe a kid with whose parents have money can just bail them out, you know, so a lot of these kids, they're just, I feel like, you know, I don't really feel like children are just born bad. I feel like things happen, there's circumstances. And, you know, I think a lot of these kids just need a hand. So I feel like this is one, uh, this was my um, kind of my baby. I wanted to go to the training school because we worked with different organizations already. And um, I really wanted to just reach out to them and see if um, we can get in there. Because I feel like these kids need it a lot more than people realize and I feel like these kids are left behind um because they're already trouble it's not like oh they're you know they don't have the resources we want to bring them yoga like not only do they pr most likely don't have the resources they're looked down upon as bad kids already and I which I totally disagree with so you know I want to go out there and really try to just give them some kind of like hope and attention they need because I you know I was not there was a lot a lot of problems and I I look back and say, you know, I wish someone really could relate to me and, and help me a little more when I was a kid. So I want to try to give that back, you know, and soul friend, that's really what we're trying to do is just really give back to the community and reach out and help kids. And, you know, it's not just children. Like if there's any other organizations that reach out to us, we're happy to help. Um, we're actually doing, um, we're in the auction for the love bash. That's the uh, Potter leagues auction. Oh. So yeah, we're, we're doing that. So we try to get involved in like anything community or uh, based. So if anyone's listening and they need a hand with anything or, um, you know, you just want to know a little bit about what we do more, what we do, um, definitely reach out. Cause I, I love to share the, love to share the love. <laughs> yeah. Such a great organization. Love it. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then you could find me at the 
Roadrunner, R-H-O-D-E, on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and um, it's the, the roadrunnerjourney.com is the website. And from there, you can uh, subscribe to the Journal of the Roadrunner, my newsletter. Do I it. To get more people on board. <laughs> I love it. Do it. It's awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, and I'll, I'll add it to the show notes, too. So, yeah, so I think that's about it for this week. I'll be talking to you from NOLA. Yes. <laughs> I just learned that that's NOLA is New Orleans. Oh, you know <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I always called it Nolans. <laughs> Nolens, <laughs> but they actually say no los, no los. So, yeah. <laughs> Love it. That's awesome. All right, so until next time, we'll see you out on the road. Later. And remember, be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes! Yeah!